The Events Leading Up to 1984 by Jaslyn Kaur, starting off with Operation Blue Star, the attack on Sidi Hermandar Saab in Amritsar, Punjab, India. On June 1st, 1984, the Golden Temple, also known as Sidi Hermandar Saab, which is located in Amritsar, Punjab, India, was invaded and attacked. This plan was originally called Operation Blue Star. It was initiated by the Prime Minister of India at the time, who was known as Indira Gandhi. Indira Gandhi had commanded the Indian Army to attack the Golden Temple after placing a media block. The media block had caused people to not be informed of what was going to happen. During the Blue Star operation, Hindus, Sikhs, Muslims, and others were also killed since people tend to seek shelter at the Sidi Harmandir Sahib since it is available to the public for meals, shelter, a place to pray, or a place to just collect your thoughts and stay peaceful. It is also one of the most sacred places for Sikhs. During this, sick men were dragged out of the temple itself and into hallways, and they were tied up with their turbans, lined up together in multiple rows, and they were all shot to death. The others who were not six, some actually did get shot up with the six, but others were actually in small closets with barely any food, water, or a place to go use the bathroom. They eventually died from starvation or they suffocated to death due to claustrophobia. Under was destroyed and an estimated 700 lives were lost on June 1st, 1984 at that location. Indira Gandhi was killed October 31st, 1984 because people had found out what she had done and were upset that a prime minister who they looked up to so much could do something so low. This had led people, her own actual, actually her own two sick bodyguards, to stab her and burn her and eventually kill her. The, her death had led to what is now known as the Sikh Genocide. The Sikh Genocide lasted from November 1st to November 3rd, 1984. Following the attack on the Harmandir Sahib, the Indian government at the time started an ethnic cleansing of Sikh people in India, mainly in Punjab and Delhi. Sikh people were killed after being forced to leave their homes, after their properties were burned and completely wrecked and destroyed. Just gave us a general idea of what had happened. Let's go more into detail. The women of 1984 watched their sons, husbands, fathers being burnt in tires right before their eyes. The women were raped, tortured, attacked with acid, and eventually killed by government officials. The men of the sick men, they were all dragged out of their houses midday by soldiers and cops. They were often burnt alive after receiving brutal beatings. Children, no matter how old they were, they could have been a newborn baby or a 17-year-old teenager. They were all burnt and faced the same fate as the elders. A witness 
of this genocide had actually said that the bodies were dismembered, but the only thing you could tell was you could see a gutta, which is a metal bracelet six wear, and you could see that the person had long hair. She had said that their bodies were left lying around for two to three months after they had died. Many had escaped and were able to hide, but thousands of six were killed in this genocide. However, only 3,000 deaths were recorded and 7,000 to 18,000 sick deaths were estimated. The Indian government had said that these actions and deaths were all to be blamed on anti-sick riots, when in fact, this was actually a genocide that the Indian government was covering up. This genocide is solely an issue that was sick versus government. It cannot be blamed on a person, part of any other religious group. It was not a Hindu versus Sikh issue. It was solely an Indian government versus Sikh issue. As a matter of fact, many Hindus had protected Sikhs and had helped them by letting them hide in their homes, knowing that no official would check their home. Around 600 Sikh women and children had escaped to Hindu homes and were sheltered by their Hindu neighbors in a small village in New Delhi. In Delhi, about 200 middle-class Hindu families protected a handful of Sikh families from youths who threatened to burn the building unless the Sikhs were turned over to them. It is very easy to tell the difference between a Hindu and a Sikh. So many Hindus were left unharmed by officials because that was not the purpose of this mission. One participant of the Concordia Sikh Student Association had even said, my family had Hindu neighbors and tenants, so when the mom did come when they were passing the street, these guys stood in front of the gate and warded the mob off. That just shows that Hindus were protected by these officials. Moving on to the next topic, let's talk about the media block that had stopped everyone from knowing what really was happening in India. The Indian government is notoriously known for trying to hide the truth from their citizen. India had placed a huge media block, and this was not the first time they had done so. Many activists who spoke up about this event were taken into custody by government officials or they had just disappeared. Uh, Unfortunately, that was not the case. They were most of the times killed or hurt. These events, many of people had chose to stay quiet about the sick oppression after knowing the immense dangers that come with speaking up about the sick oppression. The government had also blocked this off from reaching schools. So when a participant from the Concordia Sick Student Association had said, one thing I find very shocking is when you go to India and you look at the history textbooks in high school, even at a university level, there is no mention of it at all. Like absolutely none. They are absolutely correct about this. This participant is absolutely correct about this because by preventing the school system from teaching about the issue, it is easier for the government to keep quiet about the issue and have a huge media block still up. Thank you for listening and acknowledging what really happened in 1984.